the triumphant return. Uh, recording. All right, we're back. Episode 53 of the Whole Milk League podcast. I'm joined, as always, by AJ. What's poppin' people? It's AJ back again with another podcast. Uh, Devin. What's up, people? Coming to you live from the Garden of Eden, a.k.a. my parents' backyard. I did see a little gold in there, so nice nice little cameo. And uh, DB uh, is also with us. What's good with it? It's DB, a.k.a. the Hard R All-Star. He's not feeling himself as he didn't interject halfway into my uh, introduction. So Live from South Carolina. Live from, yeah, live from Charleston, South Carolina. I don't know if you can tell, but he's on that uh, South South Carolina internet right now. <laughs> Nothing but the best for America's military. I even paid extra for the uh, high-quality internet. <laughs> <laughs> just for this. So we're coming to you live about uh, four hours post draft. We're going to go through all the report cards that are out, uh, review each team, just kind of discuss how the draft went or didn't went. If your name is Ben, um, <laughs> how do you so, put the draft going, man? <laughs> uh, I'm, I was going to start at the top. I've got. Um, Return of the Jujus is the first A minus. Uh, Scott oh, with, soft. you know, as always, they always just love them some Scott in that shit. It doesn't in, make any. For the record, I haven't looked at anybody's roster um, yet, so I get you get at least a little first reaction on that. Oh, I, I think. Plus. Let's go. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not immediately impressed with Scott's. Um, no, Scott's not, team is bad. Yeah, Najee Harris is his first running back. We he should be good, but the O line is bad, so who knows? And then his second running back is Zach Moss. And did you know something else is that he only has three running backs on his team, and his third running back is Tevin Coleman. Yeah, good So <laughs> not looking great. I had a terrible time with Amari Cooper last year. He's got them him there with you know you think C.D. Lamb would probably take another step forward this year that Amari. You know, they're probably not the one on the team anymore. We'll see. Antonio uh, Brown, he's always played full seasons, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know how that goes. So he's got Greg Zerline, who is injured right now, I think we said. Um, he got auto-drafted Trevor Lawrence, so it kind of tapers out from there. Um, yeah, I think Scott, for like the third or like fourth time since I've been in the league, picked 14. He left like double tap in the first round and then just auto draft the rest of the way. So yeah. he used that on Tyreek Hill, which again like carried me to the playoffs last year. But Najee Harris, not a fan. I don't like the Dallas or the Bills running uh, backfield. So this is a uh, this is why you don't just like double tap at the end and and let auto draft take the rest because it's not a good team. Well, last year, so it was his team was decent, and then he got Justin Jefferson in like the eleventh round, and then just hung on to him all year. So when he broke out, he had a decent team, and then he had like a, a top ten wide receiver each week on his team. So, but like I don't like where is the upside going? I mean, I guess you know, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I guess Higby in the fifth is terrible. Higby in the fifth is horrible. Like, I mean, I mean, I guess Singletary gets hurt, and then Zach Moss becomes good. I don't like. 
maybe Antonio Brown finally stops being an asshole for a year and like puts it all together. And one of the Bucks receivers, I just like, I'm trying to figure out where it's going to come from. Like last year, his team didn't look great. And then Justin Jefferson was amazing. So, but like, I don't know where it's going to come from this year. The best case scenario for Antonio Brown is still the third receiver for a team that has Tom Brady and a, like a decent stable of running back. So like, I don't even know, even if Antonio Brown does play all year, I mean, he might flash, but there's no I, – I can't see him being, like, a consistent guy that you want to start every week. Yeah. yeah there's got to be injuries. Like, that's the only way. I, I think part of the issue that he's going to have is that he might have a week where Hill and A.B. put up 40 points apiece, but it, it's going to be once this season. He's just not going to be that yeah. good. I don't know. I just don't see it. doesn't look good. Nah, I'm not – I'm not – it. Yeah, yeah, this is a skim team for sure. Skim side. Ooh, an early skim prediction. It's exciting. His, his, I, I can't say anything about running backs because my running backs are like in, in on purpose. Oh, we'll talk about that. Like, and Tevin Coleman as his only, as his other two running backs other than uh, Najee Harris. Najee Harris not being a guarantee. I mean, shit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, more than half of the teams are going to be in the skim, so we got to. It's got to be more skim than not. So I just wanted to start it off hot. <laughs> um, so moving on to Dan, another A minus. Dan, another person who always has a good report card. I feel like always uh, <laughs> since since first grade, he's always had a good report. Card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got CMC at number one overall, obviously. Chris Carson two. I think that's a nice one two punch for him. Uh, Darren Waller in the third round. I don't know if I didn't take Kelsey, I usually take a tight end in like the 12th round. So that seems a bit high to me, but he loves Darren Waller. So when we get to my team, I'll explain more, but I was very upset with the Darren Waller pick for him. Waller's good. I mean, that's, that's one of the guys that you want. Like once, <laughs> once Pitts goes, you you have to wait until the, like the ninth or 10th round that guy did. But like, you know, it, like a, one of those guys like Kittle, Kelsey, Pitts, Waller, those are the guys to take early. They're basically wide receivers. So he he he's got a lot of wide receivers that I feel like he could start any week, and then you leave the good one on the bench. But Thielen, yeah. Juju, DJ, and Jacoby Myers had some nice games at the end of the season last year. Um, that's Myers. a lot of just decent wide receivers. Yeah, a lot of that tier two, tier three wide receiver. But I mean, I feel like he hit. You know, he, he hit it on, on the running backs and then just taking the highest possible upside with Waller and then having Kyler Murray with no downside, as we all know. So, I I, I mean, unfortunately, I played these these bozos twice this year, and I think he's projected to go like 11-3, and three, so not looking forward to that. But the holes are for sure at wide receiver because um, these are not guys that are like, you know, going to break out like they have very low ceilings. Well, and he's not necessarily deep at running back either. Um it just depends, yeah. you know, if, if McCaffrey yeah, gets injured again this year. Well, that's true, but he doesn't have a third, really. Right. Ryan, now. my God, that, that was literally the exact thing that I was going to say. It's like, I'm, well, I'll, well, obviously, first off, I'll say Kyler Murray. Now, no downside, of course. But uh, if Christian McCaffrey gets hurt, Dan's team is going to be in trouble. And Christian McCaffrey got hurt last year, and he... And Chris he's, Carson he, had knee issues last year, too. Yeah, Chris Carson can get hurt. Like, he's like, he's got... He's got a super small running white running back that plays a lot. 
and you know he could get hurt and then chris carson just runs like he wants to like run everybody over every play which just is not you know conducive like so you know if those guys somehow manage to stay healthy the whole season dan will be good but my prediction is that they will not so Dan's team is good. I would say I would give him a fringe skim at the at the current moment because I mean I I, I think the wide receiver is going to be fine, but I just like I just don't think those running backs going to stay healthy. And then like what he's going to play Kenyon Drake every week. Like give me a fucking break. Stop it. You're telling me you're not excited about Mark Ingram playing for the Texans this year? Is this what you're telling me? <laughs> Absolutely not. The Houston Texans don't exist as a football team. I'm sorry. They should get relegated. Um. So the last A minus team was Tyrod Taylor. He's gonna have to update that this year. Yeah, about stop. His metal league. Um, you know, Raiders. Kevin bring Raiders back. Kevin went back to the Austin Eckler, Austin Eckler well. Um, Damn, I don't know. I'm not huge on Kevin's team. What's the average height of Kevin's running backs? Is it five, seven and a half? All of them are tiny. All of them yeah, are like, like really, really tall, right? Yeah, I mean, these guys like could five, get. Seven. These one hit and any of these guys are out immediately. He's got a lot of dudes. Sorry, go ahead. A lot of rotational, like I was saying again, as as we all know, five sevens tall. Just get that on the record. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of running, like just RB rooms where like all three guys like think that they're gonna get ten plus carries a game. So like it's not like. Uh, the, like the lead back in any of these rooms. I mean, like the lead back for sure, but not like for sure. Like every night I'm coming out and I'm getting 20 carries. So yeah. I didn't realize his team was that bad. Usually, but I, I think he auto drafted the whole way through, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I mean, Kevin's team is terrible. Is, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say. It. <laughs> I don't think they got an A minus on the report card, but I'm just not seeing it. I don't know what they're doing for these grades, but these A minus teams are trash. They're all three running backs in in Buffalo, and he got the best one. So. I'll give him that. Excuse me. I, Josh Allen. I don't mind the top half of his team. I just no, think it's I not mean, I mean, Eckler and Ridley's not terrible to go one, two with, but then what? Like, I guess he got Henderson and Anderson after that, but like. He really needs some of those players to play all year. Like, he reached for the young hoe, which, I mean, I guess. That is was an play. auto draft, I think. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just like just what where where is it like we've we've played this is like the tenth year of our fantasy league like every team looks good post draft going into week one and then people get hurt and then it's just like it's all about depth that's why like when we're all drafting we draft like three or four running backs three or four receivers then we start figuring it out at other places but like where like one guy goes down on Kevin's team and it, immediately he's gonna be playing like Rashad Penny or like. Jamison Crowder like it's not a good look like they're going to be biased too like I don't and, and like and like the Buffalo thing the Buffalo thing was sweet I like the Bills a lot I don't think they're going to be as good this year as they were last year I think people are going to figure it out a little bit more and that's why I was a little bit lower on Allen and Diggs than other people were but you know I just where I where is the upside I guess I guess like I guess no one gets hurt that's the upside I'm being really different about Buffalo. That's the second best team in the AFC right now. And I don't I think Josh Allen's poised for a good year. But I just don't know how 
a team can really be put together with Robbie Anderson as your number two receiver and Michael Gallup as your number three. Like I just I don't see that working out more than I than worried about Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's good for almost fifty touchdowns this year. Robbie Browns, Anderson's gonna be great. Browns are second best team in the AFC East. They beat the they beat Buffalo. Buffalo lost to Kansas City. Um this is the last year. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just want to get out there. Um last year. Just remember that. First one uh from our group here, AJ had a, the only B plus. Let's go. Okay. Um, from the crew a- here. This will be a- fun. AJ drafted nine. Got kinda stuck with Jonathan Taylor on a one minute timer. Um, that was tough. That was tough. But followed it up nice with JK and Swift. Um and Woods Claypool, I think is solid. I would say I wouldn't I didn't like Michael Thomas at six. I don't know if I would have done Devo at seven. But I just I just need one of them to be good. That's what I'd like so if I just I don't know. They were the two highest left on my board. I mean I kind of uh when I took Michael Thomas, I had a chance to take Jerry Judy. I could have taken him too. I was kinda of like wiffle waffling back and forth and then I just went with the Buckeyes player because OH. But um Jonathan Taylor was like that was like my last resort pick. I was kind of going back and forth between him and Adams and like knowing that I got Dobbins in the second and could have got and could have and did get Swift in the third. I kind of wish that I might've taken Adams to see where it would have gone. But then I, I still think that I would have liked my running backs a lot less if I didn't go with Taylor in the first. So, and then there, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I think that I can cobble together a team that can get not last but I can't cobble. But I can't cobble together a team that can win a championship. So in the draft, I'm just going for all upside. So if I see a player with, you know, even if he's out for four to six games or maybe even eight games in Michael Thomas, that can still potentially get like 80 catches or 75 catches. I got a guy like Debo Samuel that has that upside. Jalen Hurts has that upside. I like I Elijah just, Moore. Yeah, Elijah Moore has that upside. Like I just Trey Lance. Like I just I want people that could that could vault into that next tier of being good like i just want those guys and then if you know if i if i end up in the skim side i'll cobble together a team that won't get last and i won't worry about it but i'm i'm shooting it's been too long i'm shooting for a championship um so about this whole Bebo samuel upside thing uh, uh i don't necessarily see it i think Bebo samuel got passed by you last year and he's got a real bad hit injury problem. So I think uh, if you can get a total of eight games out of Michael Thomas and Debo Samuel this year, you might be lucky. Like, well, that, that's uh, no, but I mean that's fine. But like Debo Samuel is a tear in the open field. Like if he gets the like what I want out of Debo Samuel is a bunch of screen passes, which that's what Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo are capable of throwing. So that's what they're going to call. So. I just and and then like at the end of the season, I just hope that Winston's out there with the LASIK surgery, trying to find Michael Thomas like he was last year. So, and then, and but again, we're talking about the people on my bench, like the people that are going to be starting for me, like J.K. Dobbins, Ravens running offense, beast mode. Robert Woods, 140 targets last year. Now he has Matt Stafford, Chase Claypool, second year, going to be better. Jonathan Taylor, second year, going to be better. DeAndre Swift, same shit. So, I. I like I had Claypool last year, so I can't say anything bad about him. But um, is he gonna be better? Is he gonna be worse? I don't know. It's putting a lot of stock in Roethlisberger's bum ass old self. So. Yeah, well, Juju sucks, and Deontay Johnson can't catch the ball, so I'll take Claypool. 
I think their offense is just going to be bad this year. I mean, that's, that's fine, but they're going to score points. Every team's going to score points. they? Uh, yeah. maybe, not the, maybe not the Jets, but – and I have one of their wide receivers, but, you know. Hard good things about Elijah Moore in training camp, though. So, maybe. We'll see. He's a dog. I'll miss. Um, and so yeah, – Sorry, I, I gave my little expose. You guys can shit on my team now. That's fine. I mean, DB already tried to. Your starting quarterback is Jalen Hurts. That's all I'm going to say. Your <laughs> that's, starting quarterback. That's starting quarterback I'm pretty, I'm pretty nervous about that, to be honest with you. I don't, you. Right now, I don't think you have a fantasy row that quarterback on your team. Uh, that's going to be fun you to work through this season as you uh, realize that probably around week four or five. I don't have an NFL relevant quarterback, but I have a I do have a fancy relevant quarterback. Is what I would argue. Uh I mean, do you say so? Uh shit. Joe Flacco is the best quarterback on that team, and that is not saying anything. That's fine, but if if, if you run for seventy five yards, that's seven point five points. So, um, no, I don't hate your team. It you know part of it depends on what Philip Lindsay ends up doing. Um. Oh, I actually, I put together my thoughts on this thing. So I feel like you went really hard at some positions and and then just completely ignored other positions like quarterback and tight end. And I I think that might bite you in the end. I I, I agree with you, though. I don't think there's a lot. I don't necessarily see it as a playoff team. You know what? If if that bites me in the ass, that's fine. But that was my strategy going in. I mean, and I I executed it the way that I wanted to execute it, which was – Hammer running back early. I didn't anticipate Swift falling to me in the third round. I just snatched him up, and then I knew I had to go wide receiver a little bit from there on. But, but that's why, like I got, I think Woods and Claypool are going to be good for me pretty much all year as long as they stay healthy. It's just if Thomas and Debo ever get healthy and cement themselves to the wide receiver one, now I've got like a solid flex to throw in every week. So, well, I guess we'll just figure it out from there. But yeah, that was, I mean, that was that was my plan. So if that bites me in the ass, like so be it. I'll just change my strategy next year. I can't wait till Philip Lindsay breaks out a week and you've been sitting on your bed for like a month and a half. And That's you're like, oh, Lindsay. He, and he's the Houston Texans running back one, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, David Johnson's terrible. So, God, that thing blows. Um, so yeah, that was the only B plus. Uh, on to the Bs. Devin's actually up next with a B. Um, Devin, explain your bum ass team. Well, he got he stole Derrick Henry. He should have. He probably would have had Zeke, but Frank auto drafted Zeke on accident. King Henry. Yeah, never would have had Zeke. I had a 99 of my 100 mock drafts, uh, like 10 of which I actually completed. Um, I had Kamara, and then somehow King Henry fell into my lap as I was pulling into the draft driveway. So, so yeah, I mean, like again, DB has now had five hours to find a hole in my team. I think he's still scrambling right now. He's, he's asking reporters and still doesn't know. Like, where's the hole? What do I do here? How do I shit on Derrick Henry, who was, like, the lead back last year? I mean, Dak Prescott's top five perennial. I mean, like, I don't even know where you're going on my bench. I mean, shit, like, that's, like, a deep ass team. So I even, I even had the wherewithal to go handcuff really early to up on my, my K and my D so I could get my handcuff at 14. I mean, very intelligent draft all around it. I think what would help me this year is we oh, God. <laughs> um, so I was sober the whole time. So being sober allowed me to just one through fourteen intelligent, you know, foresight. Shout out to all around draft. Yeah, so we shout out to all of us 
not tapping the keg so that I could you know, finally be sober for one draft in my life. We should acknowledge that, yeah, Sean did indeed show up with a keg but no tap, so we just didn't have beer today. It's, a, it's like the <laughs> most heart-wrenching thing, like literally coming down here and then watching Sean haul out a full keg like right in front of me, like, oh, my God. Like, it was just, it was honestly devastating. Like, watching, like, your, your first, firstborn getting torn from your hands, it was it was pretty terrible. Uh, but I love my team. I mean, I try to go, like, I, like as I did in my mock, like, you know, coming, like, when you pick full. Devin, we're losing you. sounds like a little ball right now. I would just want to just come out and say it first that, Devin's running backs are trash. Um, is I mean, and, and his wide receivers are okay, I guess. But like, I mean, obviously he's got King Henry up there, and I mean, my thoughts on on King Henry have been well staked over this podcast. But I'm not a big fan of Mister Edwards Elia, as they say on uh, ESPN. And uh, the backup running backs are just not good enough. I just I don't like track star Raheem Mostert. Naeem Hines, I, I'm a big fan of the player. He's fast, but he never plays. Um, I think that there was a little bit of reaching here, like opposite of my strategy on like going on going for onesie position guys like Noah Fant and Dak Prescott. They're good players, but is the replacement value that much lower if you take someone else a little bit later? Um, I love Keenan Allen and Henry, but just past that. I mean, and I, I like the upside of Deontay Johnson. I just He just drops the ball. I love the league and drops last year. Uh, but yeah, past that, I it's it, it seems like a you know middle of the road team to me. IMO. Uh, the only reason he led the league in drops last year is because Jamar Chase wasn't in the league yet. But he's gonna go ahead and take that one from him after this year. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I just I, I mean, I guess I guess you. I don't have anything to say because the team is so bad that I can't really formulate anything. It's just the only every time I'm looking at it. <laughs> um, DP, you like Keenan Allen? I like I do like Keenan Allen, and I I mean I like Derrick Henry as a fantasy player. I hate him in real life, but Correct. He, yeah. he has two games against the Jaguars. The Jaguars defense blows, so those are gonna be two really good weeks. And I hope I don't play you on those weeks. Other than that, I, mean, I don't know. Miko was like a that Miko I think was a sneaky good pick. Um that's the best question. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I don't like the Pittsburgh offense, like I said, so Deontay Johnson doesn't really mean anything. And we'll see we'll see what you can do with these uh with these bum receivers. Maybe Curtis Sanders can put some chip again. DB I I have a hundred dollar bet that the Bengals don't come in last in the division this year. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you just should have set that hundred dollars on fire. <laughs> People get hurt, bro. People do get hurt, and the Bengals are no exception to that. In fact, the Bengals get hurt at an alarming rate. So, <laughs> Joseph Sai out for the season. That's true. Already down. Already losing rookies. Um, Devin, I do like your team actually. Um, I think down to Curtis Samuel, and then things could. You know, who knows? Maybe Naeem Hines ends up getting a bigger share of the workload than people expect. So, um, I'm a little more positive on it than uh, perhaps DB is. The Jonathan Taylor yeah, says, you, "Stop it." I don't know if you guys can hear me. I don't know what I was thinking with Hines, but I mean, 
I feel like this is, you know, it's 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 a star-studded team. If Elair is fine, I think that oh. that's – I've never really had the one-two punch at running back. Again, last year I started uh, Devin Singletary, so that was uh, not great for me. And also Josh Jacobs, who apparently went in, like, the second round or something crazy. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I like having, like, just team – like, consistent players, like, nothing crazy. Um, so I'm just looking for good production to just get me through like a fucking 14 week season and into the playoffs. It's a, it's, it's a grind fest. I feel like these guys are up for the challenge. Get ready for my Naheem Hines trade offers in like week four or five. Taylor's going to have one bad game and it's going to be a wrap. Absolutely not. He's the goat. So we actually get to uh, clap right back here. Another B report card. Hard R All Stars. Oh, okay. um, here we go. Wait, everyone else is playing for second place. I'm calling. I'm telling you now. Y'all all so, playing for second place. DB. Uh, Ryan, yeah, please please list out uh, DB's RB1. Who is that? Uh, that would be in the fifth round, Javante Williams. Interesting. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Look, look, look. All right. Hold on. Give, give me a second. Give me a second. I got I to gotta work this out here. So, DB sideways play- now. What's going on here? <laughs> Because it's dying, so. <laughs> um, I fucked up because I was not paying attention, and I got to my pick with 35 seconds left, and I saw Lamar Jackson sitting there and then forgot that my strategy was to not take a quarterback so that I could just get some bum to start and then have Justin Fields for whenever he starts starting. And I got one half of that right where I got Justin Fields, but I fucked up and also took Lamar Jackson. So, you know, that'll be fun. I meant to take Darren Waller there. I couldn't find him when I was scrolling through the thing because I was too far down. I, I fucked that up. I will admit I fucked that up. However, I have the best running back in the league on my team. He just happens to play quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. So I'm not worried about that at all. Javante Williams is whatever. Um, I have I think I have the best pair, uh, the best set of receivers in the league between – or pass catchers, I guess, because I got Devontae Adams, number one. Justin Jefferson, number two, and then came back around and got Kyle Pitts, number four, plus a Visca Chenault, who's poised for a breakout this year because he's they've already shown he's a great guy. He's all the catches this year. I'm here for it. The team is, look, Ronald Jones, who was key for that, that Buccaneers team last year, that's an explosive offense, and he's the starter. So I almost got Lenny Horn, but I didn't. I don't know. Y'all, like I said, y'all playing for second place. I got I even got my wife still player, Cole Beasley. The classic. <laughs> well, it's not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, DB has the best receivers in the league because he's the only person that took a receiver in the first and second round. So, th- yeah. therefore, theoretically, obviously, you would have that. So, um, but yeah, no, I just, I don't know. I, I think DB's team is, you know, he, he again, he has upside, but like. Justin Jefferson comes out and, you know, tweaks an ankle and he's out for, you know, four to six weeks. And then this team is looking kind of rough because then he has to shift LaVisca up into the wide receiver spot. And then what is on the bench? Chubba Hubbard, Darnell Mooney, James White. Like these are classic DB players, but that is not a good thing. That means that they're bad. So (laughs) (laughs) I just like like, like, this. This is a team that I could. I mean, and again, I will give this to DB. This is a team that has the upside to be a championship team. If everything breaks right, if Javante Williams gets the stranglehold on the Denver off on on the Denver running back share, if single carry or Brojo or one of these running backs gets, you know, DB could have a full 
lineup of starters that are good and getting the ball a lot. But I think that this team easily I feel like in week five we could be like, man, like Kyle Pitts is only running like five or you know, he's getting five or six targets a week. Like Jefferson's hurt, like Aaron Rodgers quit the team, so now no one cares about Devontae Adams. Like Lamar, Lamar's terrible. He's just trying to run around there. No one gives a shit. Like, I feel like this could be easily the worst team in the league in like five weeks. But it also has the upside to be (laughs) a championship team if everything breaks right. That's how DV wants it. High floor or like low floor, high ceiling. Low floor, high ceiling. That's that's what he loves. That's that's, that's the DV experience. Come on, you know this. Bigger go home, and he's. I feel like he's going the fuck home with this team. Say what you want, but at the end of the day, I still got Lamar Jackson. And that's all right. That raises my floor so much. Yeah, I, did say, I did say what I wanted to say. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know Javante Williams at all. I so that's kind of a question mark, and I I don't trust Rojo whatsoever. So it's really whether or not you're getting four twenty point games out of those first four people. If you are, then sure, this is going to be a great team. But yeah, if there is any issue there, it's going to be bad. Yeah, Javante Williams, UNC Tar Heel. Shout out DV. I guess that that he's on my team. This is the whole reason he's on my team. I watched them. Uh, I watched. Him- 250 yards against Miami last year. The man has talent. You wanted Carter too, so I guess that kind of tracks. Yeah. You want Trubisky? Because Chuba's pure talent. What up? You want Trubisky too? No, no, I don't. (laughs) Devin Singletary, poised for a big year. Zach, I don't think this Zach Moss is going to last. Devin Singletary. I, I mean, look, I have a bunch of dudes who are the number one option on their team. And that's all I can ask for, for real, for real. So last of the B report cards was Zach. Um, Foam is still beer. Zach decided he'd rather go play Frisbee than draft with us. Um, He thought he had his dad, Mike, drafting, but he auto-drafted the whole time. Uh, We did discuss that's probably better for Zach that um, (laughs) it was an auto-draft versus Mike draft. But... Uh, it had interesting results to say the least. So, uh, Saquon, DeAndre Hopkins, Patrick Mahomes are, were his first three auto draft. Um, DJ Moore at four. I don't know. You got Sam Darnold. I like Brandon Ayuk at five. Um, James Robinson depends on how much of a share he's getting. Um, and then after that, it really kind of falls off a cliff. So, what do you guys think? It looks like your classic auto-drafted team, right? Like, it's yeah. it's good at the positions that we don't care about. And then he took one injured, like, could be could never play again running back at, in the first round. And then James Robinson is his Harvey, too. Like, that's terrible. But, um, you know, I mean, there's – I mean, he, he may, he's already made a couple switches at the bottom to try and fill up his lack of running back depth. But it's, you know – it's again, it's another one of his teams that looks fine on paper. I mean, as long as he can cobble together an RB2, it should be okay. But his team has some serious injury risks, which could hurt him down the line. Uh, uh, go ahead, DB. This man took three tight ends who are not the best tight end on their team, and that is a real problem. Yeah, Hunter Henry's hurt. Evan Ingram is garbage. Um, and I think Dallas Goddard has a chance to be the best tight end on the Eagles, but... Oh, he Tariq, will. 
isn't Tariq Cohen on IR or something right now? Yeah, he's, he he hasn't played yet in preseason. I don't think. I think he's still like kind of got a nagging, lingering injury. But and then Traquan Smith might be the number three wide receiver in New Orleans. I think. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I mean, Traquan Smith is another guy. He hasn't even. I don't think, even think he's shown up to camp yet. So it's you know just one of those things. I don't know. It just there's a there's not a lot of upside on Zach's bench. It's just a classic auto drafted team. Like if any of his starters get hurt, it's gonna be he's gonna be in the shit house. Yeah. Um, Sam wanted to make a cameo real quick. This is our quick moment for us to advertise. Oh, no. I see the Pokemon in the background. Everyone should get Pokemon Go. Sam got a uh, shiny Grimer uh, just now. So she wanted Grimer? To <laughs> You're not going to be able to tell. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for the the, other, the eight of you not in the know or whatever, me, AJ, Clint, Mitch, uh, Is it regular Sam, or Shane. a low one? Uh, I, I guess regular. I don't know if it's a low one because of the different color scheme. That's true. Yeah. Okay. What's All the right. typing on it? We, we, we spent enough time on that. Okay. Anyways, everybody should get Pokemon <laughs> Go. Um, I didn't even know they De- put up forms in yet. Devin, did you have any thoughts on Zach's team? It's not worth my thoughts, honestly. At DB1v1, you pussy. <laughs> Pokemon Go in like three years, man. Otherwise, I wouldn't. No, I'm, I'm talking about Showdown. You know what I'm saying. Oh, what's up, boy? You know I'm here. <laughs> Um, sorry, Devin. Do you have any thoughts on Zach's team? Like I said, it's not worth my thoughts. And then I looked at this team and I had some thoughts. It is like a classic, like auto draft team, like for sure. When you're just like best available, like let me grab them. That's what they did. I mean, but if we like take it seriously, even though it's Zach's team, he is a two time champion under my reign, unfortunately. Um, so I have to take his team seriously. Mahomes is the, I mean, he's great, obviously. Saquads could have a good season, fully healthy, sticks around. That's a great RB1. Um, and Ayuk, like, I feel like if he takes the lead there and, like, Garoppolo or Lance gets it together, um, you could maybe make an argument that this team, like, sneaks into the playoffs and then gets lucky. You know, I, I feel like I, I have been burned. Like, I, I don't want to see three-time champion Zach. I'll probably quit the league if I'm being honest. But I have to respect 100%. the team. <laughs> you already threatened to quit the league when I won. So I don't, I don't believe any of it. But like Ryan winning one yeah, time and Zach winning just two different things. That's true. Ben winning once also just just he's never listened to this, but that would also make me quit. So hungover when we called him this morning. Yeah, I take it back. Um, I think Ben or not Ben, but Devin's on the South Carolina internet right now. That uh, DBs <laughs> has been fine. <laughs> you can hear me. If Ben wins, I'm quitting. <laughs> yeah so ben um got up when we sean called him at about it was the 12th round maybe 11 50 or so today um doesn't really make sense how he overslept he had a bonus hour no that doesn't make sense either he said nope. why didn't you call me it was 10 it was 10 8 it was 10 his time right yeah but yeah still but he would have overslept by like an entire like by the time Sean called him, it would have been an hour, it would have been at least a half hour into the draft already. Even if it was at the other time that he thought it was. So yeah, all around. Yeah, Kevin Cleaves was up, and there was there's a full other hour that he had to be up. So Ben has no. Yeah. yeah, he didn't say too much. He popped in. Uh, we'll get. Well, I guess we'll look at it when we get to his team. But that was a, just a strange draft performance. He won up Zach this year, so I was I was happy to see that. Um, but moving on next, uh, we're on to B minuses. 
And the first B minus is the golden nugget, which is Jason. I don't know what the golden nugget is for. I think that's new this year. But yeah, I don't. Now he's the golden nugget. I don't know. What, what, do you need, what else do you need? I didn't hear your explanation. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't because he didn't give one. Um, so he goes uh, Stefan Diggs in the first round at number 11. Um, but I was able to get Antonio Gibson on the turn, which I liked. Was um, that the first receiver off the board? Yeah. He wow. Took him ahead of because DB took Adams at 12. Right. And then Hill went at like 13 or 14. Scott got him. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's, I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean, he's my third receiver, but just still, that's a, it's a bit of a shocker for me. With Adams on the board, it's tough to justify digs, but, sure. um, got Miles Sanders and Miles Gaskin as the second and third running backs. You know, I definitely am not a fan of that, but, yeah, he should rename his team Vanessa Carlton because he's going to be running a thousand miles, or at least he hopes he will. Um, uh, yeah, the, the Jason's team is okay, is okay, but um, you know, again, Cortland Sutton's one of those got injury problems. Uh, he's got, I mean, you know, Will Fuller on the bench is not terrible, um, but Miles Gaskin, you know, could easily not be the starting running back in like week four or five. So I'm kind of worried about that. But I mean, and, and and he went for onesie positions early, and he got Andrews and he got Stafford, and those are good guys too to have. I mean, this is a decent team. This is like looks like a solid like middle of the road team. Like as it's as Ryan would call it, it's a not asshole team. Like I don't think that this team's going to come in last, but I don't think that it has aspirations for winning a championship. Yeah, I agree. I think all of his starters are quality, uh, but there's just not much. There's not a ton of pop to that roster. I don't think so. Outside of digs going off, uh, I could not disagree more. This is this looks to me like an early candidate for uh, actually being the skim team. Oh, actually being the skim team. Oh, okay, please elaborate. Yes. Uh, so Antonio Gibson, Miles Sanders, Miles Gaskin. That's not. I don't think that's a quality group of running backs. And trust me, I know all about bad quality running backs. So I'm not really seeing it there. Um, Mark Andrews yeah, in the team. <laughs> Mark Andrews in the fifth seemed like a reach. I feel like you could have got him a little bit later, but you know how like our tight ends go. And I just don't think he has like a particularly dynamic quarterback that's going to be able to like drag him when some other dudes aren't getting necessarily the targets or they're getting schemed out of games. Like I get Stephon Diggs is going to be high quality all year, but like other than that, I'm not really seeing anyone who's going to consistently put up points on a week to week basis. I mean, shit. Antonio Gibson isn't even a third down running back for his team. So he's going to lose most of that catching prowess. And he's going to lose a lot of opportunities that he would normally get. And yeah, I'm with you on the Miles Gaskin thing. By like week five, six, he might not even be starting. So I don't know. I'm not saying it. Uh, the San Francisco defense is probably the best player on his team. Other than what? So. Devin, what do you think? Playoff or not Harsh. playoff on this one? I think uh, like a. Uh... He's definitely going to be like seven or eight. Like, I don't think this is a team that is bad enough to be scammed without injuries. I don't think this has a high ceiling, but I think it's a, it's a little bit of a, you know, it's a little bit of difference from like Jason's historical teams where they have like one or two, like really good, like you have like Patrick Mahomes and like Travis Kelsey or something stupid like that. And then the rest of the team, absolute garbage. So we just go straight to the skim, right? I think this is like, 
very decent players in every group. Like Miles Gaskin is your third running back. Isn't the worst thing as your flex that you're starting. Probably the worst. I mean, that's that's not good. So he's not going to win the league. But like, it's like okay, I got a I got a decent team. It's not just that shit I usually draft. But I don't even know if he drafted this year. There's auto, but he he drafted for the most part. He he was but, in the car. He'll get like a, a high seed in the in the skim offs, and then probably be DB and send DB to the <laughs> Hey. Um. All right, and then the last one for us. I also got a B minus. Frank's little beauties. Um, and I know DB thought my draft strategy was a bit weird, but I think I might have AJ back me up a little bit. I got Travis Kelsey, uh, at the 10th overall pick, um, and then went Mixon, Mike Davis is the new starting running back for Atlanta, Kareem Hunt, Kenny Galladay, Tyler Boyd. So I'm actually, and then the, I guess the, the uh, I don't know massage massage patient in the room is I got Sean Watson in the twelfth round. Um, I love and it. That's really gonna if Deshaun plays the full season, that might I might win the league. Like, yeah, get him down there. So, um, but that's probably unlikely. We'll see. Uh, but I actually really like my team overall, so I'm interested to see what you guys have to say. Yeah, it looks pretty solid. I mean, as yeah, as you said, I, I do have your back on the Kelsey thing. I would have taken Kelsey before any of the wide receivers. I just kind of think that the wide receivers are all kind of just in a big jumbo, and I can't really tell them apart. Like, I feel like Devontae Adams and, like, Will Fuller could score as many points in the same week, and there's really no rhyme or reason to it, just with how much passing goes on in the NFL these days, which is why I went running backs early. But I mean, I mean, I like Mixon a lot. Obviously, I think that the Cincinnati offense is going to be better this year, so I think that Mixon will be better. Um, if Galladay is healthy, you get a solid wide receiver there. I love that you've got Boyd to your starting two Bengals. That's really never a good idea. But um, yeah, I think the, the offense could be good this year. It's the yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we may win no games, but we probably will put up points. Uh, and then, and you know, the Deshaun Watson thing is like literally, like literally the flip of a coin. Like I feel like there's a 50% chance that he plays the whole year. He doesn't get indicted until next year, and he like just blows up, and probably won't win the MVP because they probably won't give it to him. But he could put up MVP caliber stats, and then next year just go to the jail for the rest of his life. But they also could like just cut him and just say fuck you. So, but I I don't really know. Um, you know, I like Landry and Fournette. Uh, Parker on the bench, Parker, LOL, shout out. Um, you know, this, I mean, this is a solid team. I mean, Kareem Hunt will be a nice, like, balm for your team, like, when your team is looking down one one week, when you, like, either Mixon's been terrible for six weeks in a row, like he has been in the past, or uh, Mike Davis isn't getting the, the touch there that we're thinking. You know, you can slot Kareem Hunt in there and feel pretty okay about it. But I just love the, the narrative that you just can't get away from Mixon, which is funny to me. <laughs> yeah, that hurts. He's burned me two years in a row. We're into year number three. But, you know, if I get the potential production out of him, he was like RB4 the first six weeks or something last year before He's he got good. Hurt. It's just, yeah, he just hasn't really put a full season together yet. Yeah, if I can get a full season. And again, Mike, I think Mike Davis looked good last year in Carolina. Um, and Atlanta should have a nice offense this year. Um, but we'll see. DB, what do you think of the team? Sorry, I was having some technical difficulties, so I fucked that up. Um, no, I still think it's crazy that you took Travis Kelsey number one overall. Um, or number one as your number one. But other than that, I mean, I don't know. I think your team's good. 
I don't know. I think I don't actually share the idea that Deshaun Watson is about to maybe play at all this season. I think uh, he will be on the exempt list probably by next week. So probably going to be a wrap on that. I don't know. The last report I saw said they don't expect him to open the season on the list at the very least. So, um, you know, we'll see if he plays or not. But if he doesn't, I can cut him and pick up. I can stream someone pretty easy. I think it's worth a flyer down there in round 12. Yeah, that's what, like, like, it, like he was either going to pick him or take fucking Trevor Lawrence or some shit like that. Like, you might as well just take Watson and Trevor Lawrence. Should have took Lawrence. This would be the only time you'll ever hear me say this in my entire life, but you should have drafted Trevor Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> this, this this is this is the shit that I'm here for. I'm here for DB hyping up Trevor Lawrence. All those a I'm, bunch of people got auto drafted a second QB, so I'll I'll pick up one of their scraps when they inevitably get cut in a couple weeks. Oh boy, yeah, I mean, but, Tannehill has Trailer. already hit the wires, and I think Scott will probably drop T Law if you're really so desperate for him. Um, we need to save tra- that sound bite of DB. So that all right. Justin, uh, Justin Fields will be on my team all year, so even if he doesn't play a single snap. That's how you know I think Trey Lance will probably also be, be on my team all year. So. Yeah. Devin, do you think I have a, a playoff team? Um, I feel, again, like the Watson thing is, is a huge question mark because that's your biggest wild card. I, I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not a fan of your wide receivers. Like, I feel like when I see two Bengals on a fantasy team, like, I, I'm like, you know, gut reaction, just, you know, PTSD is like, this is going to be a shit team. There's no way. Like, yeah, that doesn't <laughs> happen. So I feel like, and Boyd is probably, I mean, he's not going to be the number one or anything like that. And I don't know much about Kenny Galladay. I don't know much about the New York football giants. So, like, I feel like they're not good. But you got Travis Kelsey. I feel like your team is good. I feel like it's deeper than most of the teams we've talked about. Um, so you've got a high floor. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't be as excited if you lose to Sean Watson. Yeah. Um, you know, you could be dire straits. Yeah. I'm playing not, I think I have a not asshole team, which is, I'm like, you know, brings me some confidence and I'm projected 115. and I know projections don't matter a ton, but like last going into week one last year, I was projected at like 94. So this feels a lot better <laughs> initially. What is the, what is the Sean projected for week one? Uh, Deshaun 20. Wow. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and lop all that off. You projected for 95. <laughs> Yeah, I just won't start a quarterback if Deshaun can't play. <laughs> Are you gonna pick up Davis Mills? Um, I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, no, <it> just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but moving into the C plus now, we got the Skim Supreme. That is Sean updated his name today and just posted a picture of Skim Milk as his photo. Um, Sean, did he draft his players? I didn't. I forgot to ask him if he was auto drafting. He did. He did he draft. Did. Did. All right. So at, at a certain point, he stopped, but he did. He was drafting it at one point. Yeah. So and it's a team. Um, got hey. Trace Sermon in the fourth round. It's a real Sean team. He didn't know who Robert Tanyan was in the sixth. Um, He's also starting two Bengals. Never a good idea. Um, Chris Godwin, one of his favorite players from his second place team, is on this team as well. Yeah, I, uh, I think this is one of the better teams we've seen so far. To be a hundred percent honest with you, I disagree. Um, other than Joey Bean, I mean, he he doesn't have to start Joey Beans. He's got Baker, so he can definitely run that. 
which I can't believe Ryan let Baker Mayfield fall to the 14th round. That's absurd to me. Um, I honestly I thought was, he was going to go undrafted. Uh, he did. I mean, he was, a, that was an auto draft, actually, by Sean. He left after, before that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, his auto draft might have been one of his better picks. I mean, he's got the Kansas City defense, which isn't really all that good. And for some reason, he has Gronk on his team, which, I mean, Gronk I guess. good for me last year. Yeah, but that was last year, and he's now a year older and a year uh, – he won a Super Bowl last year, so he's coming off a summer partying his ass off. So I don't know if that's going to really work out well. But he does have good running backs. I, I like David Montgomery. Um, it has nothing to do with me being a Bears fan now or the fact that he's from Mount Healthy. Um, I actually just think David Montgomery is a good, like a pretty solid pick this year. Um, I don't know. Brandon Cook sucks, so that's probably going to be an issue and if, he, if he ever has to actually play him. T. Higgins, between T. Higgins, Brandon Cooks, and Devontae Smith, I'm pretty sure you can put together 14 good games out of them, but I don't know if Sean is capable of it. But on paper, I mean, it seems like a decent enough team, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Devonta Smith is the best pick. I mean, and Sean definitely didn't make it. He definitely got auto-picked at that point. Uh, I, think David, I think David Montgomery's ass, so I don't give a shit about that. But, I mean, he does have Trey Sermon, which could be good. I just yeah. like – it's another team where, like, you know – Dalvin Cook is going to be carrying this team. So it's just a matter of if the rest of this team can put up enough points to win week to week, they could be fine. But and and like and unlike a lot of Sean teams, this team actually does have okay depth. You know, there are peep there are decent backups on this team. So like this is another one where I just like I mean, this is I feel like of, of all the teams we've talked about, this is the most not asshole team of all time. Like I think there's almost no way this team comes in last and there's Equally, almost no way that it wins the championship. Which means it's definitely going to come in last because Sean is going to find a way to mismanage it. Which is fine, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, Cook could get hurt. I mean, if Cook gets hurt, I mean, he's in the total shit wins. I mean, he has to. He'll have to play J.D. McKissick or Trey Sermon every week. Like it's, it could be bad. Devin, you have any thoughts? I hundred percent agree. It's that exact team. I don't. Again, two who days, and I love a who day. Is too many who days. And I'd like the Trey Sermon pick. Like, I feel like that could be really good for him. Um, I had my eye on him. I mean, maybe not as early as that, but – and Devontae Smith. So, like, it's a decent wide receiver room that he put together. But there's nothing here that says, like, oh, this team is going to uh, go to the, the whole milk league or, or the fucking playoffs or the skin. It's just going to – again, like like a Jason-type team, like it's just right down the middle, 7-8 seed. Well, that brings us – this is how you know Devin don't spend too much time in the Super Bowl because he don't know what to call it. I won a playoff game last year. Where the fuck were you? <laughs> I've been getting money. Where the fuck you been? <laughs> That's fair. Neither of us have, dude. We're, we're, just, we're not the people to be throwing stones. That's I. It was so bad. I had to retire. never stopped me before. Just colored on the because it was just not happening. There's no colors on the jug. <laughs> That's changing this year. I'm about to be the first on the jug. And I'm going to steal your name and have a picture of you looking sad the whole year, the next season. <laughs> um, that brings us down to our, we got our bottom four here. Um, the last, the lowest auto draft team is Ben. It's kind of weird that 
I almost auto drafted and got a C. So what I'm thinking is when he he signed in in like the eleventh round and maybe he tanked his draft. He just draft ruined grade. it. He got he got thing two two letter grades for one pick. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ben slept through the draft somehow. Um, he started off with a good, a pretty good auto draft team. He's going to have to flex a receiver, but Kamara, AJ Brown, Allen Robinson, Julio Jones, TJ Hawkinson, Tom Brady. That's a great start. Um, and then he went David Johnson, defense, kicker, QB. So uh, <laughs> that's, that when kind fall, of that's when it falls apart. <laughs> I do like first go down there in 14 actually too. Um, Why? So, yeah. Why? <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. What is this obsession with the Tennessee offense that we're talking about Austin fucking Ferkser? They or scored Anthony a lot Ferkser. of points last year. That's last year, bro. This ain't this that ain't this year. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But um I think it, it's I think Scott's team is gonna be a pain in the ass to play just because of the blow up potential there uh between his first four players. So I probably a playoff team, a fringe playoff team. This is a playoff team, but again, this also has the same problem that Sean's team has, where it has all the capability to be on a playoff team, but uh, there's no guarantee that he will manage it correctly to make it a playoff team. Yeah, it's just, it's. I feel like a lot of teams are struggling at the RB2 position because of how early we went running back-wise, but other than that, I mean, this is a pretty fucking good team, I've mean, got to be honest with you. I mean, I've been down on a lot of teams, but this team is fucking solid. Like, A.J. Brown... AR, you know, Kamara, Hawkinson, Julio, TB12. Like, these are all great players. So, I think Washington this team. Defense, Justin Tucker. I mean. Washington defense. I mean, Chase Young, let's go. I mean. Right. I mean, this, I mean, this, this team is, I mean, this team is low-key. It's, it's like a low-key fire team. It's like a little flame. Yeah. But, like, so, like, I feel like TB12, you know, could be, like, on a load management year. It's a long season. He's a 1,000 years old. You know, he's he's defied father time, but uh, wasn't that what like, we said you know, last year though? I know we said it every year for like twenty years. So like, yeah, I'm curious like, what happens. Alvin Kamara goes down. Like, what happens to his backfield on this team? He could use Tavius Murray. That would that would help his team. Yeah, I feel like it's not as deep just because they like you guys said that like went kicker defense quarterback super early. I um, mean, he's got Gio Bernard. Like I think that that's when he woke up and picked a player, and it was fucking Geo, and that probably dropped him down. Bengals. Yeah, probably honestly. So, I think it's not that deep, but I would agree with you guys. He's got a lot of stars to potentially carry him into the playoffs. Um. Yeah, it's unfortunate too. Maybe he'll mismanage it. Oh, he'll definitely mismanage it. He just might not be able to bad enough. Um. So let's see. The other C report card was the Beast Within, which is Mitchell, Rock and Dan's team name. Um, I don't know what to make of Mitch's draft, honestly. I, I initial reaction is not good, but I like Aaron Jones. I like DK Metcalf. I like I like CD Lamb, and then after that, it gets weird. It gets experimental. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I, I mean, I think Mitchell and I kind of draft the same way, so I like his team because of. I mean, I think the depth on his bench is ridiculous. It's like one of the best benches we've seen yet. But yeah, I mean, like it's he's gonna have to rely a lot on either Etn or Melvin Gordon or Michael Carter. 
So again, it's one of those things where like, you know, he's got to figure out RB two and like he Mitchell's always the early tight end guy and it just didn't fall to him in the draft that way. So you took a chance on Troutman. So, I mean, like and if he's terrible, he's going to be streaming tight ends all year, but I mean, it's, I think that he's going to have some options at flex and like DK Metcalf and CD lamb is disgusting. Like those, those, Dudes, like at the end of the year, we could be saying those are two of the five most talented receivers in the league right now. And Russell Wilson's always good and unheralded, and Aaron Jones is a dog. So, like, I mean, I I like Mitchell's team, but that's just the way that I draft. So, if I could like switch teams with any team, I would switch with Mitchell's team because he has basically all the dudes I was targeting all fucking draft, and somehow I didn't get any of them. Which fucking sucks. But I wanted DK. I was, well, I was Devin had the same reaction to that. He kept wanting players Mitch was taken. Yeah, so I even wanted Etienne a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. I got Visca, so I'm good. But I guess I, I needed to fill my sure. Jaguar quota. What's the I'm word on Etienne out of camp right now? Are they using him a lot? Like, is he a receiver? What is he doing? He's, He's a receiver. do anything else. Because James Robinson is getting all the carries in practice, and then Carlos Hyde is getting the number two carries. <laughs> so uh, not a lot of Travis Etienne looking great right now. So taking him in the fourth round is probably not going to be great. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm in on like what, what you were saying, AJ. Like the top four of his lineup, you know, I feel like are really good, like dangerous, filthy people that you you again like every time he he picked like two before me. Like fuck, I was betting on Metcalf or I was betting on CD yeah. being there. Even ETA, I thought like I could sneak away. Uh, just didn't happen. But then uh, I feel like he's got a decent rotation out of like his because I don't like ETN or Pittman. I, I mean, especially anybody in Indianapolis this year. Uh, but he's got enough people to rotate through those spots to survive like down yeah. week. So uh, it's a pretty good team. Yeah, so if if this one like Mitchell's already edited his lineup, he took Pittman later. I'm pretty sure. I feel like if this thing would have. Mm-hmm. Auto put it in for him. I think that he took Gordon the highest, but it could have been Hollywood or it could have been Carter either. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure he just flexed Pippen in there for week one. But sure, yeah. Um, look with that. <laughs> yeah, not a good. This team is good. One of the best teams we've seen so far. So I'm interested. So the the first D is Frank, Andrew No Luck. I assume he'll be updating his here soon. Or no, he's Daddy Daycare, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Frank's so, draft so, so, is weird. We, we, we got to start off with the saga, right? Yeah, so Frank <laughs> showed up at, I think, 11.02, did he say? 11.03? He was like he was like at our door, yeah, like 11.01, and then someone let him in at like 11.02. But um, Dan obviously knew who, who he wanted at one. Sean was ready at two. Frank got auto-drafted at three immediately. He picked three, wanting Derrick Henry. Um, and Yahoo had Zeke higher and gave him to Frank, even though Frank could have had him if he would have been there a minute sooner. So Frank went back-to-back Ohio State. He went Zeke and then Scary Terry. Um, I wasn't, I'm not too familiar with what the board looked like at, it was pick 26. Um, so I don't know if he overdrafted Terry a little bit. But then he got Kittle. Um and Judy, or not Judy, but Chase, I both like. Damian Harris is tough. New England running backs are tough. So, And then he's got A.J. Dillon, so his running back stable is very questionable. This team sucks. Yeah, I'm not big on it. I would agree. I'm not big on it. (laughs) Yeah, I would say, like, 
So I'm the four to, to Frank's three. So I've benefited from the Zeke thing. I actually saw, I was pulling up into the driveway and I saw him on the porch. I didn't know it was Frank's. I didn't recognize him with the hair, but I immediately like he texted and then I looked at my phone. I was like, Oh, it's 11. Let me just like flip up in the draft. And I like literally like, like slammed on the brakes. Cause like it was already my pick and I picked four and it was like maybe like 11 one. So yeah. I, 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 they, were, they were flying in the first round. You guys were like on some shit. And I was like, well, thank God I opened it. I mean, like, I guess, you know, I wouldn't have gotten Zeke, but I would have taken Kamara or Henry. So I think it'll be a classic, like, Trey Young, Luka Doncic type situation where, you know, we'll see who who really benefited in the long run between Elliott and, and Henry. But I, I think That's Terry was Luka. the, the... – <laughs> anyway, uh, Terry was always going to be there, I think, around his spot because I always, like, kind of had him in my mock drafts. But I like Terry and I, I like – Chase maybe for some upside and, and I like Judy. Um, but that's about all I'll say about this team. Yeah, this yeah, is I think, the, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, same, same thing. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say this is another one of your patented, you know, all upside, no floor whatsoever. Like the floor is the basement. Like the floor the floor of Frank's team is coming in like 18th place. Like this team could be <laughs> just totally terrible. But like, you know, there is there are Which, some sorry, go ahead, Ryan. Oh, I was going to say, that was how his team was last year. He was having weeks where it was just 70 points or whatever. Well, and, but the, and that was the thing, too, is, like, and he just got a lucky matchup in the skims and then didn't have to play the rest of the time. But, like, he, it was one of those teams where, like, we were going into the skim. We were like, yeah, this is a pretty good candidate for winning the skim bowl. And, like, I think that this team could be the same thing. But, you know, if Zeke bucks the trend of last year and Rodgers plays all year and scary – is good at you know it good or even better with Fitz Magic and then Jamar comes out and is great and then Judy fixes the draw problems. You know this team could be fine, but the, uh, but again, and, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just saying that's a whole lot of ifs. Whole yeah, lot I mean that's I mean that's all this team is is ifs. This is ifs the team. I mean like he's like his bench is full of rookie running backs and handcuffs and rookie wide receivers and just like absolutely nothing. Like you can't plug and play any of these guys week to week. So he was like, so proud of that. He was like, I got three rookie, rookie wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, you know, that's just like a classic trap that you fall into. Cause like those guys are rarely as good as we think they're going to be in the first year. I mean, Justin Jefferson aside, but yeah, I mean, this is just, you know, I mean, could this team be in the playoffs? Yes. If they are in the playoffs, will they get bounced early? Also, yes. Most likely, will this team be a skim team? Yeah, I think absolutely. All right. Then we have our last D team. Skim, skim, and skimmy. <laughs> um, just Clint That's making fun of Sean. Shout out to me for the picture. <laughs> uh, he went... I think I think Clinton had a good draft. I'm actually surprised to see him get a D. I'm not saying it's a great team. I like Corey Davis down at nine. He's got Chubb, Jacobs, Evans, Lockett, OBJ. Uh, definitely a reach on James Conner in the sixth round. And Jacobs in the second. Uh, the only reason Ryan thinks this team is good is because he took three Cleveland Browns. That's all that is. Yes and no. One, I, I, one, of them, one of them is a whole team, so technically it took 13 Cleveland Browns. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, I like Matt Ryan, Corey Davis, Gus Edwards down there. Um, I think Clint has a solid team, which I guess is a hot take. 
Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, I wouldn't have taken Jacobs that high. There definitely were people on the board that I liked more, but I think that it was not crazy. So, like, I like him and Chubb, and then Evans and Lockett's a good pair of wide receivers. I really like Odell Beckham this year because I think that everyone's gotten take locked into thinking that the Browns only run the ball when they only run the ball 50% of the time. They're going to throw the ball, and I think most of the targets are going to go to Beckham if he's healthy and out there. Um, and, you know, Matt Ryan's just a tried and true, like, classic, like, probably going to be QB8 this year, and he got him at, like, QB15 value. Um and then and his bench has got some upside. You know, he's got guys in in timeshares uh, for running backs that could eventually wrestle away more of the share than we think. And then he's got he's got some older wide receivers, but guys that are in position for a good target share. So I like Clint's team quite a bit. He clearly doesn't listen to our pod very much because we make fun of T.Y. Hilton day in and day out, and he was very excited to get T.Y. Hilton for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know why anyone would be excited for T.Y. Hilton in 2021, but here we are. Do you not like um, his team, DB? So my thing with Clint's team is that it's not bad. Um, I do not feel the same way that y'all do about Josh Jacobs. I think he's going to be good. I think his, uh, I think Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs is a very solid pair of running backs. I don't know what he's going to do with James Conner. My guess is he'll be cut halfway through the season. Also, why is James Conner showing up as an Arizona running back? That's kind of weird. Because that's the team that he plays for. Oh, is he not? He's not on the Steelers anymore. That's no. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad. He's not realized that. Um, okay, well, I'll take that back. James Conner's trash because he's going to be behind Chase Edmonds. And, I mean, okay, I, you know what? Actually, I think being behind Chase Edmonds is going to set him up for a lot of goal line carries. So, even there, I'm still kind of here for this James yeah, Conner. DB's kind of formulating his take on the fly here, if you guys can't figure that out. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like I said, I like I like the running backs. I don't particularly care for Matt Ryan, because, but I have to accept, expect Matt Ryan to do something this year because I got Kyle Pitts. So maybe, um, I don't know. He's got the Cleveland defense, which I wanted. Will Lutz is hurt, I guess, is what we were told during the draft that day. The first two weeks, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's probably going to suck. I was looking at Gus Edwards for a good three rounds before he got took. So that's probably – I don't know. He had a lot of players that I was going to take, a couple players that I was going to take and think that might be good. But there's another kind of floory team where the floor is going to be pretty terrible. Yeah, I don't know what to think because I had I always had the bias. I had Josh Jacobs last year, and he he burned me because he was terrible. Like, like I feel like he was only averaging like three yards a carry. Like, never really scored. Gruden didn't like to use him, and I think they added Kenyon Drake. So I don't know if they're gonna rotate these guys. And now he's like getting a little bit older, so like the flash is like gone. He's got Chubb, so like I'm just picking on his his running back too. But I feel like it's not that deep of a team. I think Matt Ryan though, like he threw for 4,500 yards last year. Mike yeah. Davis was a great check down back. Like, like he filled in great for CMC. He's got Kyle Pitts. So like even if his old ass arm can't throw deep anymore, um, he doesn't have to worry about it. He's got a bunch of guys that he can throw to over the middle and get some touchdowns and, and have some upside. So it's a, it's, it's a good team for Clint. I, I, the D rating seems a little harsh. Maybe the Lutz thing kind of hurt him. I'm, I'm not sure, but it's a decent team. Yeah. So, so it's yeah, so even though DB didn't know which team James Conner played for, he did actually make yeah. a good point somehow. Um, and and that he was saying that that you know the team's floor versus their ceiling. Mike Evans and Tyler Lockett are two wide receivers where like literally Ceilings. one week 
Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, like, they could – Mike Evans and Tyler Lockett could combine for six targets and one catch for 11 yards one week. And then the next week they could both get, like, 10 catches for 200 yards and two touchdowns. Like, the ride might not be great, but you're never going to want to be playing against Clint's team because they have that crazy blow-up potential. I get to play him twice. Lockett had the highest score of any wide receiver last year. I think oh, – Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, just – I mean – Bro, I've had Tyler Lockett many seasons. I mean, like, he was literally the reason that I didn't get in the playoffs that one year because you guys outscored me because Tyler Lockett played and didn't get a catch. So, like, I mean, that's just what happens. Like, one week, it's, you know, eight catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns, and the next week, it's, like, one target for no catches. So Yeah, that was a great – that was thanks to DK and uh, Tyler Lockett that season that I yeah. – and Devontae Parker. Um, yeah, so that's it for the league. Um. I think we were fairly evenly distributed about who we thought was a playoff team versus a skim team. Yeah, I would have to go back and look through it to see exactly who I thought is skim and not skim, but I, yeah. Um, Devin, <laughs> did, did you have a hot take you wanted to make? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, if we're ready for Yeah, we can. We got plenty of time to preview the... We can preview the matchups as we get closer to the season, but... Sure. So, uh, I guess, yeah. Not, you might want to wait a second because you <laughs> sound like a robot. Yeah, gotta yeah, get that fixed real quick. Got a little yeah. skip going on here. I, I just, like, I'm, not even, I'm not even moving. Does it, does it work now? Yeah, yeah, you're good now. Okay, you guys said I'm good now, but that was like a 30 second delay from when I asked if I was good. Which makes oh, me think like damn. I'm not good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we said it the second after you we heard you ask it. <laughs> okay, wait, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Skipping a little bit, but we can hear you. Great podcast in here, guys. Great podcast. <laughs> yeah, hold, hold on. Hey. We'll we'll cut it. We'll chop it uh, in post. All right, can you hear me now? I turned the camera off. Yeah, we can hear you. All right, whatever. Okay, so everybody has a take about this field. It's about food. Um, and we're not, we're talking chicken sandwiches. Oh, boy. You guys got that? All right. Yeah. We're talking spicy chicken sandwiches. And we're not talking like that you go to like a, a like Nashville or a boutique place that does this specifically. We're talking like mass market, you know, fast food chicken sandwiches, spicy chicken, right? We had the chicken wars. Right. That's what I'm talking about. The best out of out of all the chicken, spicy chicken sandwiches that come from is McDonald's hot and spicy McChicken. Not their spicy chicken sandwich, their McChicken sandwich. That's the best one by far. It's not close. Well, I have to go try it now. I like Popeyes. That's my current leader. DB looks disappointed in you. <laughs> he hasn't had it. I'm sure none of you have had it. You never even thought to go for that McChicken, but it is, it's the best. I can never in my life claim that a McChicken is the best anything other than the best <laughs> menu I can find McDonald's menu. That's it. <laughs> Wait, so we're just we're talking about just a straight up McChicken. No, they spicy. have a spicy McChicken. The spice okay, so just a McChicken with some weird sauce on it. There's no sauce. It's thinking. like the breading is spicy. Oh, Wait, oh, you're talking sauce. about just like that 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 cheap one? Nothing fancy? Yeah, it's cheap. So like I don't like No, that, that is not a good one. I don't like the ones where they add sauce. If you, if you have that sauce, it's not a spicy chicken sandwich. So I Correct. don't like that. Like, that's why I don't like Popeyes. You have to add a weird sauce. It's up to the 
whoever makes it, how much sauce they add. I don't like that. That's not spicy chicken. So that's why. I, but this one, if you eat it, you will want to eat like eight of these because they're so good. Trust me. It's the best one. I care about my health way too much at this point in my life to be consistently eating multiple spicy chicken. <laughs> I don't. And I really eat it at a time. The Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich is fire. I mean, that's all. That's I mean, like the 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 Chick Fil A one is really good, but like I don't want to wait in the thirty person line to get one, so I never go Dude, there. You just do curbside, curbside all day. Fuck the curbside. Go, I mean, they uh, Chick Fil A runs through that. I my vote is for the Chick Fil A one, but then I also get pepper jack cheese on it to even make it better. And they're the only place where you yeah, can get the pepper jack cheese. Yeah. It's good. I just yeah, I just yeah, I just yeah. I mean, that's my number two, but that's, yeah. but it's it's not it's not one. I mean, have you guys even had it? I feel like you haven't. You shouldn't. Have I have absolutely not. I mean, I've I, had it. I, I didn't realize I that's what you were talking about. <laughs> I remember when they had it, and they like had the big billboard for it on the menu, and I looked at it and was like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm I'm cool on that. I don't need that." <laughs> I hate their that like they made like an actual McDonald's like spicy chicken sandwich. I don't think it's good. I think it's the worst of. Of all the chicken wars, they they oh. hit them they hit it out of the park with the fucking like one dollar <laughs> spicy chicken. I I literally get like three or four of those and just pound them. They're they're insane. But I'll say Chick Fil A number two and then Wendy's number three. I had to rank them, which I do. Yeah, if like if I'm going to McDonald's, like I either want a Big Mac or I want chicken nuggies. Like that's pretty much what it is. So like I would never even consider getting a chicken sandwich from McDonald's. But I mean, I guess I'm gonna have to go get like six of them the next time I go. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a big Wendy's guy. I mean, I'm not I'm not huge on Chick Fil A. I I like the Popeyes one too, but Popeyes kind of has the same Chick Fil A problem for me. So I probably am a Wendy's guy of all of them. You do raise a good point. The the price on the McDonald's is a and a consideration to make, but it's, it's hard to beat. It's well, the, the chicken sandwich at fucking Chick Fil A is like four dollars. That's a dollar. I mean, that's a lot to work with. I get, I give you that. I mean, one dollar spicy chicken sandwich. That's something. The Chick Fil A one in Chicago is li- it's like seven dollars. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's a gap. <laughs> and yeah, it's the same like wait. So you can't. You have to order it. Like I get on the car, I can't go get it. Mm-hmm. So I got to order that shit. As well. it's it's a still in Chicago. The McDonald's one is a dollar. Uh, I mean, maybe like a dollar thirty. Whatever, but yeah, it's like the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Chicago okay. ripoff. <clears throat> uh, DB or AJ, did you have any hot takes that you wanted to contribute today? DB, what other you got? That, other than that, y'all are all playing for second place. Um, you're right. That is a I, hot one. Not. A I hot really take. don't have any other uh, hot take. Oh, uh. If you've never been to South Carolina, it looks eerily similar to Ohio, except uh, everywhere you would normally see corn, there's just empty swampland with nothing in it. That's the only real difference I've seen so far. And I guess there's a beach, but that beach ain't really all that good. So that's all I got. <laughs> well, uh, Ryan, I'll, I'll let you pick. So I was kind of thinking about maybe going through my DC Extended Universe ranking, or I was thinking about going through my White Claw ranking. Which would you think would inspire more conversation? Um, I want to hear your Extended Universe ranking. Okay, so so I so in preparation for the Suicide Squad, as I'm calling it, which we still haven't seen, which we'll, I guess I think we're playing. You haven't seen it yet. Oh my! You God. haven't seen it yet. I, I think you we're, haven't we're, seen Fast Nine. Yeah, yeah did you guys see Fast Nine? I've seen the Suicide Squad. Whatever. Get your shit together. 
All right. Well, so, so we, we haven't seen it because we're real fans, DB. So we're waiting to see it in the theater on like your scrub ass watching on HBO Max. Um, I'm, I'm sorry that uh, my girlfriend has HBO Max. So I'm going to go ahead and watch that because she wanted to watch it. <laughs> I have HBO Max too. We're just, I'm just, a, yeah, I'm a real right. movie fan. So. Hey, man. Anyways, so in preparation for that, so I have I know nothing about the DC extended universe. I just knew that it was just a bunch of weird superheroes I didn't really give a shit about, and I heard the movies were bad, yada yada. So I didn't really ever watch them. I didn't really ever care about them. So then I I was told that I'm going to be seeing the Suicide Squad, whether I like it or not. So then I went back and watched all of them. So I mean, my suspicions were correct. I mean, a lot of them are bad. But they are all <laughs> they are all kind of interesting from like a art artistic point of view. Just like the fact that they gave Zack Snyder all of that leash and never really checked him and just kind of let him keep making movies that just made like cost more and more money and were darker and darker and darker and just no one gave a shit. Anyway, <laughs> so so we'll, we'll just go ten through one. Because I haven't seen the Suicide Squad, which is the eleventh one, and then I, I'm I'm thinking that it will figure pretty highly into my list, but we'll see. Because it just sounds like some weird James Gunn Guardians of the Galaxy shit that I don't won't care about, but we'll see. So wait, wait, ten. Wait, 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 before you before you do this, I have to ask you a question. Yes. Do you or do you not like Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't like the first. He likes one. Likes two. one. All right, so yeah, you're gonna hate the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, I kind I, I kind of figured that I would, but that's okay. I mean, I, I'm I am excited to watch. I mean, the shark is wearing some jean shorts. Like that's kind of funny, you know. Like like every time I see it, I laugh. So he's one yeah. of he's by far one of the best parts of the movie. That doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I mean the shark. I mean he's wearing jean shorts. That's funny. Like you know. Um. But yeah. Anyways. So uh. So we got ten through. I'll go ten up through one. So we got ten. We have Justice League, which that would be the Josh Whedon cut down version of the Zack Snyder one, which is just like literally one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's fucking terrible. Um, and then we add nine, we have Man of Steel, uh, which is again, you know, an origin story about a, a character that I just have no, I just don't give a shit about, which is Superman. Um, eight, we have the regular Suicide Squad movie, which just is like, if you guys have heard of the John Mulaney bit about the happy birthday sign, that's like kind of, this movie in a nutshell, which is just like how you like you write up, you're like, I'm writing a happy birthday sign, big ass H. And then you're just like at the end, your your Y is like super small. It's just like a mis <laughs> misuse yep. of assets, you know? Yep. But like like it's like it's like we got Will Smith and we got Margot Robbie and we don't care about anyone else. Um and then uh seven is Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, which is like just the fucking most bizarre movie of all time. Like, I can't believe that that movie is like two and a half hours long. It's so weird. Um, yeah, the entire premise of that movie contradicts itself by the end. It's just kind of stupid. It's so, it's like, it's so, like, it's so stupid. I can't even think about it because it like makes me, I feel like I'm losing brain cells thinking about it. Um, and then that's, and that's seven out of 10. So, you know, we're, we're doing pretty great so far. Like, we haven't even gotten, we haven't even gotten to like a four out of 10 movie yet. So, you know, yeah, we're doing pretty well. So then six, we got um, BBS DOJ, as the kids call it, uh, which is also, if you don't know those acronyms, that would be Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, uh, the ultimate edition, because that's the only one that's on fucking HBO Max, which is over three hours long uh, and sucks and is long and is weird. But like Doomsday is like big and like he's kind of fun and he's in it for like five minutes and then they take him down immediately because of course they do because they have Superman because I don't know. But like... 
It's kind of, you know, whatever. There's some weird shit going on. Like, Affleck's not terrible as Batman, but, like, his Batman voice is really bad. Um, so that's all I have to say about that. So then at five, we have Aquaman, my man, my man. Um, yeah, I mean, like, an octopus plays bongos in this one, so that's, it's like, how bad can it really be? But it, is it good? Probably not. Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, whatever. I mean, he's he's like a fish guy. Like, he talks um, fish. I'm the Aquaman stan here, so. Yeah, I mean, where, where do you have Aquaman? Do you have Aquaman, like, top three? I would say, yeah, I think so, yeah. But that's I not. I mean, the octopus playing bongos is pretty good. I mean, I like. I, there's, I like, was, giant like, crab, crab wars and stuff. Like, it's pretty funny. Yeah, there's, like, yeah, I mean, like, Willem Dafoe's in that one, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I mean, he, he, and he's, in, yeah, he's in another movie I'm going to talk about here in a second. Um, so then at four, I have Birds of Prey. Uh, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Holly Quinn, as I call it. Um, it's a, like a funny, you know, like female romp. You know, they like you and McGregor's and they're doing some just like psychotic <laughs> shit, which is fun. Like there's like a, there's a really good bacon, egg and cheese sandwich in that one. Um, you know, those are just the things I remember about that movie that I don't really give a shit about. Um, and then at three, I have Zack Snyder's Justice League. And as I watched it, colon justice is gray yes that's right people there is a black and white cut of the four hour Zack Snyder justice league movie that is all black and, <laughs> and i watched the whole thing i watched the whole thing because i don't care about my life and yeah i mean I, I do really hate myself and therefore i watched the four hour black and white cut of Zack Snyder's justice league and it was kind of funny and you know whatever cyborg's like a quarterback and he like won a football game like i don't i don't really like there was like a there was a scene where you know the flash is you know running around and like it's all in slow-mo and then like a sesame seed pops off of a of a hamburger bun you know it's just a fucking weird indulgent movie but i I kind of got where he was going with it in some scenes and like literally the next scene i was like literally what the fuck is going on like stephen wolf is the worst villain he sucks ass um, dark side and whatever his you know sidekick's name is Demora or I don't know what it is but um, are not that funny or cool or bad you know whatever they're terrible uh, so then two Wonder Woman um, amazing first act the, the first act of Wonder Woman is the best thing that DC's ever done the second act is just like a middle of the run middle of the road DC movie and then the third act of Wonder Woman is like Justice League terrible bad which like Brings it down, and then this will probably make Ryan happy. I don't even know if he knew this or not, but I get where is, it's going. But yeah, but yeah, my, my one is Shazam, one which I think is just like a total decent, fine, unoffensive movie that has a really good third act and a decent build up. And I didn't, I watched it, and I remember watching that movie and just being like, I just don't care about this at all. And then just like I was watching the rest of these, and I was like, man, I should watch Shazam again. That probably would be a really nice like balm at this moment. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, so it's just Shazam, the movie that I think is like a gentleman six out of ten. I don't care about it at all. I it, don't quiz me on what happens in that movie. I don't remember. It's the best. <laughs> a gentleman six far. out of ten. <laughs> it's, it's it's a gentleman six out of ten, and it's the best DC movie by far. So, so that's why, like, Suicide, you know, Suicide Squad could be a totally fine middle of the road movie. It could be a seven out of ten. Could be the best DC movie. We'll see. I Justice is great. Don't forget that Justice is great. <laughs> I think once you see the Suicide Squad, it'll. I think you'll. I. I don't know if you'll like it because I don't. You don't like Guardians of the Galaxy, but like, it's a good movie. I, I mean, I, I, mean I, I mean, how many lines does the shark have? I mean, he's wearing jean shorts. That's funny. 
Don't he, tell he us. Has a lot, he has a lot of jokes in the movie. I don't. It's not the same. So he's not the same King Shark from like the Harley Quinn cartoon, which I liked a lot more. Okay. But he's a he's a different version of him. But I mean, he's still he's he's got really funny bits in it. It's gonna and be. It, fun. I'm gonna be laughing. It's a violent ass movie. That I will say. I heard that too. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I just hope that the uh, that the bartender doesn't call him sick this time. Yeah, really. Me and AJ couldn't get alcohol there the other day. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, me and Ryan and Mitch went to go see Jungle Cruise the other day, uh, which Mitch and Ryan liked a lot and I thought was terrible. But um, but, it, but anyways, one of the things that hampered it was we we go in, you know, we get there a couple minutes before the movie. We had had a couple of drinks, or Mitch and I had a couple of drinks before the movie. We had met Ryan at the theater. And so we go over to the bar to get a beer. And then the people, you know, the person that checked our tickets in was like, oh, yeah, like, you know. The bar is not open today. We we're like, what do you mean? Like we were here last Wednesday and it was open at this time. <laughs> and then they were just like, oh yeah, like it'll just be open tomorrow. We we're like, oh, so somebody like quit or like didn't show up. Uh, but no, she like, like wouldn't. Like, she refused to say it. She was just like, she's like, it's not open. I'm like, okay, when's it open? She's like, tomorrow. And I was like, when did it stop start not being open today? She's like, oh, it's just today. I'm like. <laughs> I was like, can I pay you $20 to pour myself my own beer at the bar? Like, I'm sure that the keg is still tapped. Right. Unless Sean was running it, and that's why they were closed. <laughs> Damn. So, so uh, pop quiz, how many Jello shots have I eaten over the course of this podcast? Seven. <laughs> that's correct. I missed out on a chunk of the podcast because my video froze up. So I can't I'd believe say... I was correct. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, Ryan was keeping count. I did. I ate seven Jello shots during the course of this podcast. Wow, nice. Damn, you love, love to see it. it. <laughs> I don't have to work tomorrow, so fuck it. Oh, there it is. Um, no, I agree with you. I think Shazam is number one for me. Uh, I'd probably put Aquaman at two and Wonder Woman at three, and then there's just a large, large, large gap. <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, DC movies are not great. It's an amazing how bad they failed at redoing what marvel's done but yeah it, it's just like it's it's like it's the epitome of looking at the answers of in the uh you know in the back of the math book without doing the work like they just said they're like we put superheroes in it and we do explosions and we don't care about anything else so obviously we'll make money right and then they're just all terrible ryan will you ever watch the the justice is gray cut not anytime soon but it's not a no um I, like i just watched that not too long ago and i really don't want to have to go back <laughs> yeah it's, it's really long i mean four hours is a long ass time like that it's it's like you're it's like it's a four hour movie that's kind of interesting you sit down and you watch it and then you're done with it you're like man that's why they don't make movies that long right like that's really fucking long like <laughs> it just kind of sucks to be sitting there watching something for that long even if it's good um Anybody have anything else they'd like to contribute? Nah, I think I'm good. <laughs> uh, bear down. That's what I got. Bear oh, down. God, get the fuck. Who day? Who day? All right. Uh, oh, Devin? Wait, I have a choice. I do have one. I have a high take. It's not okay. really all that hot of a take because I've dropped it multiple times to a couple Bengals fans, but. I want to drop it one last time because I don't think Devin heard it the first time. Um, y'all should have took Finney Sewell. Jamar Chase ain't shit. There That's you. fine. That's uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just at peace with this. DB, are you drinking Yingling Light? 
Yingling regular. Where's my camera at? There it is. Yingling okay, regular. He got the traditional logs. Okay. It just, yeah. I, I saw the white can. I was like, is DB drinking three points? Yeah, they never seen that can. Right now? It's some South Carolina shit. It's got like camo on it. It's great. Oh, shout out to the military. We love it. South Showrise. Right. <laughs> when you buy beer on a military base, this is what you get. <laughs> what uh? What was your take though, DB? Penny Soul should have been. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that. I mean, that's just a to be, uh, to be determined. Um. He, he was redundant then, and he's redundant now. It, it's, I mean, it, it probably was the right pick, but I just, like, I knew so far in advance that we were going to take Chase that I just, like, I talked myself into it. Like, I take locks myself <laughs> into it. So, just, like, by the time that we took it, we took him, I was, like, ready for us to take him and excited about it. So, was Penny Sewell the right pick? We'll see. But, I mean, also, Jamar Chase can run down the field and catch an 80-yard touchdown, and Penny Sewell can only block one person. So He can block multiple people in the same play. He can block two people, but can he block? Mark can only catch one pass a play. I mean, that pass could go for eighty yards and a touchdown, though. Eh? This is uh, this. I don't. This is not worth my time. (laughs) (laughs) Also, (laughs) the Browns are nowhere close to being the second best team in the AFC. This is That's weird. I, I just love how DB is just committed to the Browns being bad. <laughs> like, like DB doesn't even he doesn't even look at the lineup. He doesn't care who's on the team. It's like this is the 2017 Browns. Like that always I don't care who will always be. They will always be the Deshaun Kaiser Browns to me until <laughs> he I just see something else. he can't <laughs> handle if the Jaguars are the Browns. The Jaguars are the the Jaguars are worse than the Browns. That's not a question. The Jaguars have a lower win percentage over the last like six years than the Browns do. We suck. I don't get me wrong, but I'm a Bears fan, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you said we. You said we. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining. We'll get this app published. I'll try to think of something witty. Otherwise, it'll say creative title here. <laughs> wow. All right, boys. It was good to talk to y'all. All this. Hey, I live in Cincinnati. I better be on some more pods. We don't know where you live. We can't keep track of this shit. Oh, shit. We can do Skype pods. What do you mean? I live here. I live. Well, I live there. I I mean, well, you do you live closer to me or Ryan now? Ryan. Oh, that's fine. I'll go to we'll go to Ryan's house. We'll do some pods. (laughs) Y'all need some skin color on this. So a whole lot of a whole lot of caucasity out here. <laughs> the caucasity. That's the best. Great <laughs> <laughs> me. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Till next time. Peace, Bye, out, boys. Peace. Peace. Adios.